0: We'll see how this goes if yes now, if you didn't grab a communion on your way in feel free to go grab one or we'll pass one out before the end we're going to do communion towards the end this morning um man I'm so tempted to just get somebody up on the piano and get Ben to read my notes <laughs> 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 do <what you> do? <laughs> it sounds so much better than me sitting standing up here I believe I love, man. You just need to do some voice makeover, whatever that profession is. I think Leah's sister does that. Uh, so, man, it's so good. Uh, I w- I just want to take a moment to pray. I just kept um, about three times it came to me. Just autoimmune difi- uh, disorder. Um, I just want to pray for that. Anybody in here struggle with any of those? I I think diabetes is one. And what what are some others? Uh, Rheumatoid arthritis. I'm, I'm 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 illiterate when it comes to that. Anybody in here? I know. Wish Dana and they were here because I want to pray for them. Nobody. All right, oh, good. I want. <laughs> I do want to pray for. I think. Uh, I just want to especially lift up uh, Dana and her kids. I know they struggle with that. Um, but I just kept hearing that this morning. So Lord, we just want to take a moment just to pray. God, I just declare anybody online right now at the sound of my voice, God. Or we just want to lift up especially Dana and. And uh, I know Sharon struggles with those type of things as well, and and Dana's kids. And so, Lord, we just ask in Jesus' name for 100% healing, 100% healing right now. God, we thank you that you're the God that heals. You're the Jehovah Rapha, the God, the Lord God that heals. And so, Lord, we just want to lift that up to you. We lift each of those up to you that struggle with any. Uh, autoimmune, Lord, where their immune system isn't properly working. We just pray it would come back into creative purpose and life. And so, Lord, we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I can't remember if Tulio said it, but, man, we got some really, I mean, it's kind of cool the last couple of weeks, Mark and Margie are back for the first time in a year. (laughs) Chad Chad and Desiree, I think. I I don't think they've been here for, I've seen you guys, but. So I've seen y'all a lot more, but um, Janelle. Janelle, that's right. Janelle's been Yay. back for the first time in a while. <laughs> trying to see if anybody else. Sorry, I'm. I, I don't do a good job with that either. But Cuesenberries, that's right. Well, they came for a little bit, and then they had. They kind of went back out when she, when little man was born. So Lord, we we thank you, thank God that we're able to start seeing you guys and. Um, we're just praying for all those that w- want to come back and haven't been able to. We'll just continue to pray for each of you all as well. So hope you can hear me online. It's always funny. Now I'm looking at this little uh, Apple right. phone, and it's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We're going to have to be a little bit quieter today. <laughs> um, I want to just um, take a minute. Um, it was kind of cool. I don't think the Wheeler's are here, too. But, man, Cade Wheeler got the... Um, Player of the Week, and he got two, goal, uh, two assists and a goal for soccer uh, at Hampton-Sydney. No. Yeah, Hampton-Sydney. And uh, also just thinking about Raina Worley. We didn't, we didn't say anything about her, but, and I don't think the Worleys are here either. So nobody's here that I'm pointing out today. Are they? Oh, there they are. So Raina, Raina has gotten five, not, not six yet, right? Just five? Five all-arounds in, in, at Kentucky. Uh, for the Kentucky Wildcats, so that's been an awesome feat as well. 12, she's number 12th in the nation. So, so we and so Zo- well, we announced last week Zoe Belshan, and uh, they they uh, won state last week, and also Analea uh, came. In f- they came in fifth last week. So man, we got we just got some really talented uh, kiddos in our in our midst, and that have raised up, and now they're out doing crazy. Uh, c- uh, college things. Anyway, um, hope I'm con- coherent today. <laughs> Anybody else missing that hour that we, we, we just lost this? <laughs> Unfortunately, um, somehow the two dogs next door uh, realized that it, we were going to miss some hours and they barked all night and somehow I woke up, I know I woke up at 1, 1.30 and 3.30 for sure because I looked at my clock and I went outside and I have a little buzzer. That I buzzed (laughs) them, so thankfully today I got this back from the. This is gonna be awesome. If you if if you ever have a dog that uh, barks next door, you can just get one of these eggs and set it outside, and when the dog barks, it gives them a little shrill. So I'm not a. (laughs) I do have to get my sleep, right? (laughs) So uh, so that was crazy. So I lost not only the hour of sleep, I also lost some other hours of sleep. So. Hope I can, hope I make sense more, uh, this morning. Um, we've been stepping into mission uh, as a body. So if you're new with us this morning, I'm just going to kind of review just a, just a second. Um, really, uh, we've kind of just been talking about our why. Mission, you know, a mission for a church is our why. Why, why does a church exist? Why does a dwelling place exist? And we've kind of talked about that um, the last couple of weeks and I'm gonna try out my clicker today we got a new clicker so I can actually click my own things forward so we'll see how that works my problem is I can't do two things at once very well so (laughs) some of you might have to remind me to click you know click click forward Um, but I introduced uh, I introduced our our mission statement a couple uh, weeks ago and I'm gonna read it again yes man it works The dwelling place exists to be a body of believers led by the Holy Spirit to advance the kingdom of God to the NRV and beyond. Dwelling place exists to be a body of believers led by the Holy Spirit to advance the kingdom of God to the NRV and beyond. And so we talked about, you know, what the word a couple weeks ago, I talked about what the word declared um, and about why we need a why. you know why do you need a mission why do we why would we need a mission and we talked about because if we don't have one we don't have aim Uh, if you don't have a mission you don't run in such a way as to win you know when we don't have a mission we tend to not either not run so we have no endurance and we just don't run or uh, we run uh, in the wrong direction Uh, Because if you don't have a why, you know, we talked about in in Proverbs, you cast off restraint. You just don't, we don't have a a vision of where we're going, a mission of where we're going. And so, um, and we really believe in this season is really go back and capture our why. Uh, You know, we talked about dwelling places name as in John 14 declares, in my father's house there are many dwelling places. That was kind of one of the original scriptures that Rick and Bill heard when they original, original had that, got that name back in the day before the three churches got together, and we kept that name, and we want to stay there, you know, I, my person, I want to stay there, I want to be in a, I want to be a dwelling, I want to be a church, not that just comes together, I, I mean, I, I love a good service, and I love good worship, and I love good uh, preaching, and teaching, and these things, but Man, I, I don't want to miss the r- real foundational reason that we're here and that's to experience him to experience him with to one, with one another uh experience him in worship experience him in in the word you can we get to experience him walk with him and so uh this would be a place where he dwells a dwelling place that's a you know place where life healing salvation freedom truth peace are a constant and a place where We get to experience him. And so Leanne last week kind of just dove into, uh, started us off into diving into a a piece of it. And she kind of talked about the last part of it, the kingdom, uh, bringing, advancing the kingdom into the NRV and beyond. And so she'll probably off and on be talking about kingdom. That's kind of, she really loves to talk about that. And if you miss those, you can always go back on our YouTube channel and grab those and and watch them. But it is hard not to start there because you think about what's uh, Matthew 6, 33. Let's see if I did that one. Yeah, I did. All right. Bam. (laughs) Uh, Right? Seek first what? His kingdom. Seek first his kingdom. I mean, that's a hard one not to start. I mean, that's just a good foundational start, right? Seek first his kingdom. Because you know why? When you seek the kingdom, all these other things will be added unto you. You know, so many times we try to add things into our lives when we realize, man, it's, it's, we're, it's almost backwards. And you know, that's the hard part about our American way. Our American way is that we add things to our to us instead of sitting and waiting and wa- watching God seeking first his kingdom. And then he adds what we need. He adds the things that are in our lives. And so um, that was a good place to start. But and I'm really thankful that we have just such rich sharers in our body. And we're going to all be kind of hanging around these next uh, few probably weeks months we'll just be hanging around this mission statement really really just getting it into our spirit what it is to be a body of believers what it is to be led by the holy spirit what it is to be advancing the kingdom seeing the kingdom advance in us and in this new river valley and beyond and so anyway so i'm going to go back to the first part of the mission and that's it's been this is really a passion in my heart is the body i mean uh I love the body of Christ, and I really want to really bring out this morning, if I have time. I don't. I don't think I have time to get through all of it. We'll see, but I really want you to get a passion of why the body of Christ. Why would? Why did we choose? Wh- what's that piece of the mission? Why do we? Why would we need that piece in our mission? You know, and so I have every. I have passion for every part of that mission, and you know why. It's remember last time I shared. It, it's the I, I W J D. Right. Anybody remember what that one was, IWJD? It's what Jesus did, right? You know, uh, we really, you know, as we've talked about this mission, it's like, it's what Jesus did. And if I am going to do anything, I want to do what Jesus did, right? If I'm going to walk in the things of the kingdom, I want to do the things that Jesus did. And um, so I want to really focus on this first part, really the body, body of believers, but I'm going to focus really on the body this week, and maybe if I have time next week, we'll do believers, Um, but remember two weeks ago, you know, we talked about, you know, really out of the mission in in Matthew 4, I kind of stuck around Matthew 4, and really the first thing that Jesus did in his mission was he gathered a bunch of disciples around him, you know, and so I started thinking about why did he do that? Remember, I kind of shared that the other time. Well, why would Jesus gather a bunch of people? The God of the universe, you know, the you know, Godhead of the Trinity comes, comes to earth. And all of a sudden, to me, I'm like, he could have done all this by himself, right? I mean, he's the God of the universe. He could have just done things as he de- declared. He could have gotten a big old crowd around him and just spoke. But he got, he started with this small group of men and women And started walking in this place of relationship with people, with men and women in his life. And so he really kind of just submitted himself to people. Like he submitted himself, we talked about that, he submitted himself to the Holy Spirit. He submitted himself to people, walking with people, um, walking with men and women that probably were going to mess up, which they did. You know, they probably were going to forsake him, which they did. You know, all those things, that he, but he still chose to walk with them. Well, why? Why did, why did he do that? And, and it, it was because he really wanted to establish a foundation of body, really establish a foundation of the body of Christ, What the very importance of the body of Christ. And so that's why I really want to start there this morning, uh, really to really just try to connect us into that place, connect us into this piece of our mission Body and really hopefully get you not, not just um, a bunch of good scriptures to you know encourage you. I really want you to step into it, step into this place. Um, and it's really interesting if you, I was, I started as I was studying, I just realized Ephesians, the book of Ephesians, is so rich in this area of the body, you know. And, and really, I'm going to take a scripture out of every chapter that he speaks into this, um, into this subject. And so really the first one I really want to start with is Ephesians one uh, the body the body is the fullness and did everybody get a handout? If, if, does anybody not have a handout? I really want you to have one if not. Uh, Tim can Tim looks like he's stepping up and grabbing some. So the, the first one is just what's the power of walking in the body of Christ? Um, and this is amazing. I love this scripture, Ephesians 1, 20 through, uh, sorry, 19 through 23. and I'm going to start reading. These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might, which he brought about in Christ, okay? When he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule, far above all authority, far above all power, above all dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things in subjection under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, okay? So, you know, Paul's just establishing, number one, Jesus is the head, right? This is not my church. It's not your church. It's his, right? This is his church. Like that, we just, some of us, I mean, i I don't. I don't want my hands to be on it at all. Like I want him to walk in, in this place. It's his. It's him. It's his. But the cool part is that here's the the, the the as Jesus is set in position far above all rule, all authority, all power, all dominion, every name that is named. You know, he is the head of the church. Now, watch this next statement that he makes over to the church which is his body the fullness of him who is all in all who fills all in all think about that let me read that again he put all things in subjection under Jesus' feet and gave Jesus as head over all things to the church which is his body the fullness of him who fills all in all anybody want fullness in here well, got about 20 people that want fullness. What, <laughs> what does everybody else want? <laughs> I guess you don't want to empty it? All right, so if, I, if you had a choice, empty or full? Full? <laughs> empty. Okay, Nobody, I don't think anybody's choosing empty, right? I want fullness. All right, there's really, I mean, scripturally, there's only one, but really two places you get that. It's in him, in Jesus, is fullness. We know that. But I really want to press you this morning. Jesus just made a declaration through Paul that said, the fullness is in the church, in the body. Fullness is in the body, right? Um, you know, he just, I mean, did, it's what he declared right there. Fullness is in. And it's really cool. It's interesting that Greek word uh, fullness is pleranoma, which uh, really means that which is filled and, and it's got this uh in, in it's got this kind of picture of a ship in as much as it is filled with sailors rowers soldiers that's kind of the word picture it's like full every part on a ship matters every part working together and, and in that and it and it talks about in the new testament the body this the 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 body of believers as that which is filled with the presence, the power, the agency, the riches of God and of Christ. That's that place of fullness. And it's really kind of interesting. In the Greek, it really reads this way. And God gave as head over the church, Jesus over the church, which is his body, the fullness of the all-in-all filler. Like we are the fullness, and Jesus is the all-in-all filler. You know, that's why we've... I mean, over the years, we've spent a lot of time talking about needs, right? You know, if you've been around long enough, we've, you know, you've probably read through the needs. It's through the body of Christ. He's, fulfilled, he's the fulfiller all in all, right? So I just want to encourage us in that um, because other, otherwise we start trying to fill our lives with other things, other places. You know, once we start f- trying to find other people and other places and other things, we should start thinking, I'm just deficient in the all-in-all filler. I might be deficient in stepping into the body, finding our, my, that place of, of connection and, and in the body. Because otherwise, I'll find that temporary to fulfill that need of fullness. And C.S. Lewis put, had a really cool quote. He says, All that we call human history is the long story of man trying to find something other than God which will make him happy. Or what I would have said, I kind of put that in context of what I'm speaking about. It's the long story of man trying to find something other than God to fill him up. right? It's it's God's the filler in that. But the cool part is, is that he uses the body. He uses... You and I to empower one another to encourage, and we'll kind of go through some of these other places. But, um, but I just encourage us. That's that's where fullness is found in Him and in His body. You know, those are that's the fullness. Um, that's the power of God in that. And you you really have to ask that question: Do I want fullness? You know, just sit there for a second. Do I want fullness? And we talked about last week, um, she, uh, Leanne talked about, you know, what's the principle of the kingdom? What was one of the principles of the kingdom? Sowing and reaping, right? So if I want fullness, then I have to sow into the areas that bring fullness. In him and in the body. Those are two two places that God has 100% said that you can find fullness. Now, a lot of us have gotten hurt by the church, and that's, Unfortunately, the enemy's plan is to try to get us out of the body of Christ. You know, it's not about just coming to a physical building. That's not church, per se. This is a gathering of the ecclesia, the church. Yes, it is church. We call it when we gather together. But a lot of us have gotten hurt to where, you know, we haven't been able to step into church. The church is what? The people. Us. The church is interacting with him and with one another. And so I just believe that the Lord is just really taking us to a place where God's going to heal some of those things and take us back to a place where we can step into the fullness of the body, fullness of the church, fullness of what he says. Uh, Because think about Proverbs 18.1. Maybe I did put it in there. Yeah, I did. Think about this. He who separates himself, if I take myself out of the body, what happens? i uh, end up seeking his own desire he quarrels against all sound wisdom like we were never created to do this life on our own i just don't believe that, that we were supposed to be her- hermits of god <laughs> you know we were not supposed to just hunker down me and god we're good and i you know it's personally i don't think you can do it not according to scripture i don't think just you and god is enough you know, we can say that, it sounds very Christian-like, I just need God, which you do, yes, I believe that. But you need the body as well. And the body what? Needs you. You are peace, important peace, and we're going to kind of look at that as we go on. second part, um, think about in Ephesians, we'll go to the second chapter and pick it up in Ephesians 2:19. Um the body is a God's household and a dwelling place in the spirit. Think about this. and If you go on in Ephesians 2, 19 through 21. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens. Amen. You are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone. Whoops there you go the rest of that all right and think about this part this is my favorite part in whom the whole building being fitted together is growing into a holy temple in the Lord in whom you are also being built together into a dwelling of God in the Spirit man I don't don't know the fullness of what that (laughs) means the full a dwelling of God in the Spirit but I like what it means I like what I think it means you know, being able to come back to this place that, you, number one, you're not a stranger, an alien anymore. You're a fellow citizen. Take your place. Yeah. Take your place as a fellow citizen. Uh, David, I don't know if I'm I'm hitting this or maybe it's just a little bit loud or something. I'm not sure. But um, you're a part of God's household, right? Just let that sink in, the, in a minute. I am part of God's household. I mean... I grew up in a household of two uh, two other brothers. One sitting right here. <laughs> it was kind of a crazy household at times. I don't think we ever really got along till after we got out of the house. <laughs> we were all too competitive. It was crazy. But um, but that was it was our household. I mean that was family. That's like household means what? Real family. I mean that's really my desire for this body and really for the body of Christ at large. That somehow we get to this place of stepping out of just a, a place to come and go to a service. I, just needs, I can't I forget I can't move that far out, can I? Um, so, and, you know, just getting to this place where it gets back down to family. Like, this is brothers and sisters. You're my brothers and you're my sisters. You're a family. You're a household, right? You're a household of God. Yeah. And so I just encourage this, you know, some of that, again, I have to get over things in my life that might cause me to step out of that, but there's a place where I'm, I'm going to keep pushing us, pressing us to keep stepping into that another level of sisterhood, brotherhood, family, you know? Um, and I love that word, um, fitted together. It really means, I can't even say it in the Greek, uh, it means to frame together. It means to really put the parts of the The building together fitly framed together fitly joined together he's really painting a picture paul's really painting a picture of this uh foundation and really the foundation you know he says you know the foundations was laid by the apostles and prophets i really just i really believe that we have really good foundations (laughs) in our body and the 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 foundation has strength but after the foundation is really important part jerry shepard would tell us a lot about that you know about framing. I mean, if you if you don't frame well, <laughs> well, the rest of the house doesn't stick together. I mean, you can have all the nice drywall you want, you can have all the nice you know cosmetic things that you want, but it'll sh- it'll sometime at some point show, right? We found that out. I I, I don't know what really ever happened to the Blacksburg uh, gym, but somehow it didn't have the right framing. You know, and all of a sudden enough snow laid on that thing, and all of a sudden it, the roof collapsed, right? So at some point, the fr- some wor- framework in there wasn't solid. You know? But God's saying what he does with the body, he's fitly framing us together. And that's what makes you strong, not being separated by yourself, but stepping into that place, peace of the body. And, um, and, and I, uh, what happens at that moment, we, we we're built into a holy temple, of the Lord you know you you individually you are a temple of the Holy Spirit but I believe God wants us to as a body you come together as a temple of the Lord built into a dwelling of God in the Spirit a dwelling place of God in the Spirit and you know, that's our heart you know to really that we would be in the Spirit this place that not only people can come and get healing and wholeness and but really we're A dwelling place of God, is he's here. He's in the the spirit. He is here and walking uh, with us. Um, I love the passion translation of this last two verses. It says, this entire building is under construction, is continually growing under his supervision until it rises up completed as the holy temple of the Lord himself. This means that God is transforming each one of you into the holy of holies, his dwelling place. Through the power of the Holy Spirit living in you, it's kind of interesting way. I don't always say it's all theologically sound, but I'm just saying it sounds really good in this place of, man, he, he comes and lives in you, walking in you. You are a dwelling place of God. And the cool part is that as we come together, we are fitly formed, fitly, fitly formed. <laughs> I was trying to do it backwards. Fitly formed into a dwelling place of God in the Spirit so that's what I'm praying over us. You know, because you think about, you know, uh, David, you remember that Psalm 132? You know, uh, let me get my clicker because I think I have it. Yeah, remember, O Lord, on David's behalf, all his affliction, whoops, how he swore to the Lord and vowed to the mighty one of Jacob. This was something that was so important to him, like he would make a vow to it. (laughs) I mean. Surely I will not enter my house nor lie on my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the mighty one of Jacob. That was, that's, that was David's whole heart was like, I want to find a place for, for him to dwell. And that's our heart in this place. And so that's so powerful. Um am we'll do one more. Uh, i will do one more real quick, and then we're gonna, I'm going to put the other two off till next week. Uh, but the, really, the body is a mouthpiece to the world and the heavens. Uh, this is chapter 3 in Ephesians. Um, talks about the church again, Ephesians 3, 8 through 12. To me, to Paul, the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unfathomable riches of Christ. I mean, think about that. That's what Paul believed in. Everything that he spoke was the unfathomable riches of Christ. I want you to let that sink in. You have within you the unfathomable, because you know Paul's the things that Paul wrote, the things that are in the Word, those are the, some of the unfathomable riches of Christ unveiled already. You have it in you. Um, Keep keep on going. And to bring to light what is the administration of the mystery, which for the ages has been hidden in God, who created all things, so that the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known through what? What is it? Come on. The manifold wisdom of God will be made known through you, us, me, you. We, right? You're a mouthpiece, a a man or woman of declaration, child of declaration, right? You know, you have the unfathomable riches of God. You have the manifold wisdom of God. Might, Might now be made known through the church. Not only did he preach to the Gentiles, but look what he says here. He says, to the church, to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. You, you're, a, you're, you're a mouthpiece on, in, on earth and in heaven. Like, you are speaking into the heavenlies as you declare the kingdom of God, as you declare life of the Spirit into people and, and, and walk with people in this. And so I just want to encourage us, um, don't underestimate the things that are in you, the word that is in you. And this, this body is richly blessed with the word of God, like the word of the, uh, of the kingdom uh is has been given to us, and I just encourage you know that we would declare his faithfulness, declare his heart, declare that he's king that he's lord, and you know I was thinking about even in the you know even in the heavenlies in in revelations four you know there's just there's four living creatures saying all night like what holy, holy, holy is the Lord, God, the Almighty who was and is and is to come there are, that's all they' that's all they've been purposed that's that's what they've been doing for 18, Um, we'll end with this one, also say to you that you are Peter and upon this rock I will build my church, right? So he's building it upon the rock, uh, the rock of uh, his rock and and it says and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. I don't even have time to go into that. That's what he just said. The church says the gates of hell will not overpower it. Why do you need to be in the body? Because there's, there's protection in it. There's a, a facet of protection and life in it. But the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. All right? But listen to this. I will give you the keys of the kingdom, and whatever you bind on earth shall have been bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall have been loosed in heaven. There's this facet of our declaring, our speaking, our binding, our loosening. It's, imp- it's imperative. Like, it's so crucial uh, to us in our lives. All right. So I don't have time I'm I'm going to I'm going to kind of stop there cuz I have next week that I'm going to actually speak as well. I'll continue those last two cuz really the fourth one is kind of one of the major ones I really want to spend some time on. So um but I really want to I felt like one of the Lord's saying maybe even for the next 2 weeks is get back to this place of communion and really taking communion together as a body, right? And in, in reference to Togetherness, to to get in relationship to unity, and so I want you to. Um, who does not have one? Because we have a bunch right here. Um, Raise your hand real quick if you don't have one. If, if you want to take communion, I always say never feel obligated to take communion. It is a personal choice. If you know the Lord, we encourage you to take it. Take it off and on as often as you. Remember the Lord, that's kind of what the Word says. You know, we've we spent, if you missed uh, some of those uh, messages on communion, I want to encourage you to go back and capture those. Um, we spent really about five or six weeks on communion. And I really believe it's important in this season that we, you, you don't lose that foundation. Remember we talked about when you go on mission you can't lose the foundation because sometimes mission will just take you to doing and doing, 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 doing. And what God has really spoke to me is that, you know, he established two things before this year ended. One, one before the year ended and one uh, after we started. But we t- talked about in December the in beholding, the power of beholding, beholding him, seeing him. Um, and then the second one was communion being in communion uh, with the Lord. And so so I want us to take this together. And, and so I'm going to just get, go ahead and get the bread out. Sometimes these are a little hard to work with. So I really want to just take those three. I lost my sheet. we want to just declare and remind us of these three things that God thank you for that the body is where your fullness dwells Lord thank you that we are of God's household Lord and that you are creating and building and uh, forming us into a dwelling place in the spirit and Lord thank you that Lord we as the body of Christ as the people of God as the bride as the 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 household of God, we get to be a mouthpiece to the world and to even into the heavenlies. That like we get to empower, we get to shake shake the heavens and the earth, God, with with the confessions, declarations of Your truth, not on our own merit, but of Your truth through prayer, through worship, through those declarations, Lord. Even as we did that this morning, just declaring into the atmosphere that You're good, that Your glory is, Lord, Your glory is good. Your thoughts and opinions, they're good. And so, Lord, we just uh, come to you this morning because we just want to say we need you, Lord. We want to be in, in this place of just you're it, Lord. Lord, you're w- who we need. But, God, we also want to recognize our need for walking in the body of Christ, the pure body of Christ that's the bride. Because, Lord, we didn't get to it this morning, but you're coming back for a bride. Lord, you're coming back for your ecclesia the bride of Christ and Lord we want to even as that revelations declares we want to make ourselves ready God, we want to be prepared uh, for your coming we want to be prepared in our declarations we want to be declared prepared in, in the process of be, being a part of the body and so Lord th- this morning we just celebrate that and Lord we just celebrate your body that we get to partake of Lord this bread is your body the body of Christ. Lord, I, don't, and I, don't, I didn't know how fully to connect that this morning, but I, I just thank you that God, not only did you give of your body, but you empowered the body to, to live through your body. And so, Lord, we thank you this morning for your body. And Lord, we thank you that you broke your body, your body was broken, Lord God. And you, you broke the bread and you said, This is my body given for you. And take, eat in remembrance of me. And so let's take the bread this morning. And Lord, we just thank you also for the cup. You, Lord, you said this cup is the, is the new covenant. Lord, this cup, uh, Lord, it just represents the peace of God that that you declared that uh, Lord, through your blood, you gave us peace, Lord. And Lord, I just pray peace, Lord. I just really pray peace in this area of the body of Christ, Lord. I just pray that you're gonna, you're settling things in our spirit and in our in our heart, Lord. That you've been trying to, Lord, focus on or put you put your hand on, uh, your finger on in our lives. And so, Lord, I just pray, God, that you would bring restoration through your body and blood, Lord. You bring restoration in any areas of our lives that maybe uh, have been hurt by the body or maybe that we've seen the body not act as the body and we've got a bad taste in our mouth. I just pray you just cleanse those things. And, Lord, we just take this cup this morning. And, Lord, we just thank you that we can celebrate you. We can celebrate your goodness. We can celebrate the, 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 the blood that cleanses us white as snow. And so, Lord, we thank you for it. And we take this in remembrance of you in Jesus' name. I'm just going to ask them, you guys get the prayer teams to come up, if we could, and really I just want to, really the call is to two things, I really, I'm just really asking over these next two weeks that you really ask the Lord this question, do I want fullness, do I want fullness? Really asking that question into your spirit. Do I want fullness? And if I want fullness, then what step do I have to make in this, in this season? And as we're stepping into this mission, I encourage you, step in and say, all right, Lord. Step into the Lord and say, all right, how do you empower me to step into the body? Because next week we're going we're gonna to look at the fact that um, every piece is important. Every piece is important. And so we need you as a body. The body needs you and you need us as the body. So I just encourage you this morning, if maybe there's any of those areas. So I'm just going to get you to stand. We're going to close out this morning. I'm just going to ask. I'm just going to ask if there are, places in your heart that you want the Lord to heal and you want the Lord to restore in relationship to the body of Christ I'm just gonna pray that over us and I'm gonna pray these three things into us that we started this morning so let's just pray and I just encourage you if you already have something on your heart to come get prayer for feel free to be released to come And got men and women that will stand with you uh, for healing for restoration for salvation if you don't know the Lord uh, there's a lot of great, uh, great prayer, prayers up here that will pray for you. And so, Lord, I just thank you this morning. God, thank you that you are Yeshua. You're the Lord God. You're King of kings. You're Lord of lords. And we just ask in Jesus' name, as we step into 2021, as we step into mission, uh, I just pray that, God, that we would step into the body. God, that, that our heart is that we would be a body of believers led by your Holy Spirit, God, to advance the kingdom in the New River Valley and beyond. So, Lord, I just pray we'd step into the, being the body. Lord, and that takes all of us. That takes each one of us. Lord, every piece is crucial. And so, Lord, we just thank you that, God, your body is where fullness is found. Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we thank you that your body is, your, the body of Christ is your household. That it is sisters and brothers. Maybe there's, some sistering and brothering that you need restoration for in the body. You have a you have a brother or sister in the body that you haven't been able to walk with. Or maybe, so, Lord, that's another area of prayer. I just encourage you to come get prayer for this morning, that, that we are of God's household and we would be a dwelling place in the Spirit. Lord, we ask for that. And, Lord, that we would be a mouthpiece to the heavens and to the world, Lord. To, as Paul declared the, the gospel uh, to the... Gentiles, Lord, there was a, whole, it was a whole avenue of life given to these Gentiles. And so, Lord, we just thank you that, God, we have it in us what this world needs to, to release life, to release hope, to release peace in, into the atmosphere, into their lives. And so, Lord, we thank you for this morning, God. And we're not done talking about body, but I just pray that we would just get a glimpse. The glimpse, Lord, God, give us revelation of that that reality that it's fullness, fullness is in you, fullness is in your body, and we just ask for that in Jesus' name, and I just pray for everyone that just needs a touch from the Lord, they would just come and get healing, restoration, somebody needs the, the, to know Jesus as Lord, that they would come and know Him as Lord and Savior today, like today is the day of salvation, and so Lord, we thank you and we bless you, and we honor you and, all, and for everything. And for, your, for the body and the blood that we just celebrated through communion. We thank you that there's power in the blood. There's power in the body. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen. amen. So I'm just going to encourage you. I'm going to release you. Come and get prayer this morning if you need healing, right? Healing, restoration, maybe that relational. I did feel that. There was maybe some relational tension. And maybe as with a brother or sister. Get, come and get prayer for that this morning. Amen. We'll see you next week.